Good day, people. Welcome to the Dr. Sleek Show. This is Dr. Sleek, your regular host again. And um, it's good to be here again. It's great to talk to every one of you out there listening to us. And uh, once again, we have the highly intelligent and uh, highly expressive, or should I say, articulate Mr. Robert Pumajero. Pumajero. <laughs> Pumareo. Yeah, so once again, I want him to introduce himself for those who are listening for the first time. Welcome to the show, Mr. Robert. <laughs> Dr. Sleek, it is a pleasure. Uh, I'm so happy to be here with you. I feel blessed. I feel blessed to have uh, you listening as well as your listeners. I'm honored to be here. My name is Robert Pumareo, and I happen to be a personal development strategist as well as a relationship coach here in the U.S. Oh, fantastic. 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 About relationships. Today, we are looking at it. And um, Mr. Robert will be taking us on why relationships are so difficult. So, Mr. Robert, um, over to you. Why are relationships so difficult? Um, listen, relationships like any 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 relationship, whether it's a personal relationship uh, with your family, with your friends, uh, with yourself, or a romantic relationship, or even that with your employer, it takes time to build. The problem is that are eager, so eager for, uh, you know, either companionship or to just not feel alone that we tend to rush into certain things. And most of us tend to rush into relationships without getting to know the other individual. They see certain traits that they like, whether it's their height, you know, the way they dress, perhaps the car they drive or the way she looks or hair. But they really don't take the time to get to know the person um, that they feel attracted to. Attraction is the first mm. a level, but there are other levels beyond that that must be explored by us, and unfortunately, we neglect to do so. Mm. Interesting. Now, this um, you, you you mentioned something very key here. Most people are eager. Now, do most people get to confuse eagerness and excitement for when they just meet someone for the first time? They just get so eager and so excited. They just want to dive into the whole thing. They just want to dive into that relationship 100% without <laughs> yeah. taking that time. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's, a, there's an old, in every, in most of the romantic movies in the US, there's always a line, a famous line. And it says, you complete me. And it's pretty interesting. And they run with that line. They go, wow, he or she will complete me. And that's mm. important. They don't realize what actually lies behind that. When you say that someone mm. completes you, that means that you are not able to function. You are not able to move forward. You are not able to make empowering decisions without mm. their peace becoming a part of you. 
You're saying mm. I'm complete without you. I cannot do this without your presence. And that's powerful. That's powerful. What you're actually saying is, hey, listen, I'm afraid to be alone. I'm mm. afraid to be alone. And I'm not sure if I can do this without by my side. Mm. I don't and can't rely on me right now. I don't trust me. But if you're here, then I'll feel better. Mm. So we have to be careful with that romance of you complete me. We have to be very mm. careful with that. Mm. Mm. Interesting. But, but when you look at it again from this angle, I'm talking to you about Christians now. You know, people believe, oh, I found my missing rib, I found my collarbone, my missing collarbone, and the rest of that. How do you see this? You know, this because when you look at the romance part of it, where you say you complete me, and people say they found their missing rib, they found their missing collarbone, or whatever it is. Don't you think you complete me here kind of makes sense? This is the thing, though. Um, before before we can shout that someone else completes us, uh, I highly recommend that we feel complete on our own. We cannot give what we do not have. And if you do not learn the discipline of love and compassion for yourself first, you will not be able to provide it for else. Relationships are a lot of work. If you decide I'm going to go to the gym, that takes discipline. If you decide I'm going to become a great, great swimmer, that takes discipline. If you decide, and when you decide, I'm going to enter into a relationship that also takes discipline. And discipline mm -hmm. is habit. That means that when you're in that relationship, you have to make a decision of the discipline. I'm going to love unconditionally and with compassion. And most mm -hmm. because they're incomplete, they go in thinking about themselves and what they need so when something happens they start screaming and yelling you did this you behave this way and what they're really telling you is mm. me 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 that's what they're really saying mm. and that comes from the fact that we have not gained that discipline of unconditional love and compassion that must be first and foremost in any relationship. Hmm. Interesting. Wow. So, um, still on this. Um, how then do we make relationships work? We have to be willing once again, to learn to, to learn discipline. Listen, um, relationships are hard work. You're not going to sit here and go, well, he's good looking, she's mm. good looking, he's educated, I'm educated. It's going to work. We're going to have beautiful children and we're going to have a happy life. That's just not the way it works. Mm. You need discipline. And the first, as I mentioned, was unconditional love and compassion for your partner. The second one, that means that mm. you're putting partner first not you so 
Mm, that's the syphilis. Absolutely. Syphilis. Absolutely. Because again, most of the time we're looking to blame the other person. Well, you said this, mm. you did this, you keep doing mm. this. You see, but the mm. thing is that once you decide to enter into a relationship, that means that your intent has to be positive. No matter what happens, your intention mm. must be a pathway positive outcome. So you must believe that your partner, whatever it is that they're doing, whatever mistakes they're making, they're not intending to hurt you, but perhaps are trying to share mm. with you that they have a, a certain need that isn't being met by you. So they begin to behave mm. a certain way. That's unconditional love. The second part of discipline in relationships, of course, is being vulnerable. Learning to love that person no matter what mm. and tell the truth. Don't try to suppress things. Mm. Be honest with your partner if something's bothering Don't you. Suppress things. Mm. Mm -hmm. Again, uh, most of the time, boss, I'm sorry, go ahead. Please. But some, but some, but some people say it's hard to be intimate. Some people have this idea that oh, one of the reasons why relationships are difficult to maintain or to even start is that for them it's hard to be intimate with the other person. Well, this is the thing. What separates a a an intimate relationship? Or what separates a friendship from a relationship is that intimacy. So when you tell, well, you know, Robert, I'm having trouble being intimate with my partner, then we have to find out why. I'd like to know how long have you two been together? I'd like to know if you guys have fallen into what we call a routine where everything has become predictable. I'd like to know What's happening is that maybe you're at a point where whatever he or she does is irritating you because you're not communicating enough to let them know what has been bothering you. Most of the time when we say, well, I'm, I'm not, you know, I can't be intimate with my partner. It's generally due to a lack of communication. A lack of communication. Mm. And the thing is that when we remain in a relationship for over a certain period of time, we do fall into a certain routine because we build an emotional rapport with our partner. So we become comfortable and we fall into this comfortable zone. And, you know, we just, you know, we do day by day habitually. So that becomes predictable and boring mm. at times. So one person, not attracted to her mm. or him anymore we've lost our passion mm. but once you mm. start communicating with your partner about how you've been feeling that communication will lead to a, a, a deeper emotional connection and it will resuscitate that passion that you once had before. Unfortunately, what mm. happens is that once someone says, well, you know what? I'm not, I don't become, uh, I can't become intimate with my, my partner anymore. That generally leads to irritation. Now, whatever he or she does bothers you now. 
Why do you speak that way? Why do you mm. always wear that same shirt? You see, and that irritation mm. is a sign that once again, there's a, there's a disconnect and in intimacy here. Intimacy doesn't just mean, you know, body mm. to body. It also means emotionally we're in balance. Mm. And we comprehend another. Mm. But if I feel that I can't be intimate with you, and then I start becoming irritated by everything you do, and I'm still not speaking with you, that's going to lead to resistance. Mm. And it's going to make you feel rejected. And once you feel rejected, you're going to reject me. Mm. And that's when the relationship mm. is seriously in trouble. Mm. Fantastic. Okay. Um, going further, um, let's look at um, how partners can, you know, because they say people often do not get past the point of mm-hmm. getting to know each other well. And most times people also don't know how to resolve their conflicts. So how do you advise people listening on how to communicate better so that they can resolve their conflicts and also know how to manage these things? When they Absolutely. Come? Um, once again, once again, if you're having difficulty, if you are, and I stress this, if you are having difficulty um, being in a relationship with yourself, being comfortable with being on your own, chances are that any relationship you try to invest in will also have challenges. These difficulties that arise, these conflicts that arise, generally are due to the fact that you don't know what your partner needs and your partner doesn't know what you need and the reason that you have not communicated mm. that with them or them with you is because you don't know mm. your own needs and that's the problem mm. how can you communicate what you don't know what you're not aware of you have to become disciplined and getting to know what you need. Every human being has six basic needs, regardless of financial status, nationality, geography. We all have six basic needs, and those needs are certainty, uncertainty, significance, love, or, or a connection, growth, and contribution. Hmm. Most people never reach growth and contribution. They remain uncertainty, certainty, and significance. They want certainty that their needs are going to be met. They want certainty that their job is going to allow for them to pay their rent, pay bills, take care of their kids. Mm. Uncertainty because they mm. want variety. They want something new. They want to feel excited. They want significance because they want to feel special. They want to feel wanted. They want to feel desired. And then the fourth one, mm. love or connection, is very interesting because most people do not choose love. They choose connection. They mm. don't choose love because mm. love is too difficult. But 
connect with someone hmm. on an intimate um, level, physically, that's easy. That means I don't have to really be vulnerable to hmm. you. I don't have to expose myself to you. I could just be you, then leave. It's me actually opening up myself to you. We must learn hmm. our needs so that we can communicate that with our partners. Hmm. Wow. Very, very detailed. Okay, um, how do one now handle a narcissist? Because you have people who right. it's all about themselves, that around them, expectations should be about them, 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 and them alone. So how do you now advise someone out there listening as regards handling a relationship with a narcissist? So- that's that's a great question i love that question um gladys knight gladys knight uh once sang a song here in in the u.s and it was it was uh the title of the song was are we living together or dying together (laughs) and the thing is that Mm. i like that (laughs) that les brown also spoke about and it's very important because most of the time when we see someone that looks good to us, we quickly rush into that relationship mm. without getting to know them. And then all of a sudden, later on, we find out, hey, wait a minute, this person is a narcissist. This person is all about themselves. Mm. This person only thinks about him or her and continues neglecting me. Mm. Now, if you stay in that relationship, that says a great deal about you. If you stay in a relationship mm. with continuously being rejected or ignored or surpassed for your partner's needs, for their own self-needs, that means that you mm. are insecure mm. and you are afraid of alone. Because you're seriously sitting there punishing yourself. When we allow anyone to mm. neglect us when we allow anyone to ignore us mm. when we allow anyone to be unfaithful to us and we remain we are self-punishing we are telling ourselves this mm. is what i deserve i do not deserve better this is it. and if i leave him or leave her i'm not going to find anything better so i'm just going to stay mm. And we become what we call repressed. We take our feelings and we bury them. Mm. And once we do that, that's where you get the irritation. Mm. That's where you get the the loss of attraction. Mm. That's where you get the argumentatives. Mm. And eventually the breakups. When someone's narcissist, all they're doing Mm. is that they're reflecting their insecurities. That's all they're doing. But Mm. also communicating their needs. They're telling you, I need certainty that I'm beautiful. I need certainty that I'm important. I need certainty that I'm being noticed. They're also telling Mm. you, I need the significance that I'm great and beautiful and lovely from you. 
this is what they're communicating with you. Mm. Every your partner behaves in a certain manner. What they're actually doing is, is sharing their needs with you. Those same six needs that I discussed, they're sharing their needs with you. And we all have different needs, but they all fall under that same list. So listen and watch your partner because they're trying to communicate with you through their behavior. Wow. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Yes, sir. Okay, one final question. Wrap up this very engaging and enlightening episode. Um, should people in relationship is comparison allowed? Should they be comparing their relationship with other relationships? Is it healthy or, or is it healthy or, or healthy? Um, whenever you compare anything, anything that, that you are immersed in or invested in with anything else, that's always unhealthy. Evolution is relative. Hmm. Comprehension is relative. Hmm. Growth is relative. Hmm. I cannot compare hmm. your path to my path. That path was created That's true. and manifested for you. That relationship that hmm. you are immersed in, the way it's evolving, the way it's transforming, is based on those individuals that are participating and how they see the world. In other words, how they define reality. And they define reality based on how they define themselves. Hence, there is no way for me to compare mm. my relationship to their relationship because the rules are different. Things are different. That's Objectives are, dis are different. And how they're defining success in their relationship and progress in their relationship is completely different from the way you and I are defining progression in our relationship. Wow. Wow. This is so engaging. I wish we had all the time to really dwell on this. But definitely, talking about progressing, definitely, we will we'll give this episode another shot for another time. Thank you so much, Mr. Robert. Thank you so, so much. You are, I don't know how to put it. You are a hands-on, um, will I call you now a motivator? <laughs> or do I say a coach when it comes to issues like this? <laughs> wow, this is so, so, so inspiring. Okay, um, what's uh, w w words or advice would you give to the listener out there Absolutely. listening to this particular episode as regards this topic why what i will leave you with once again is any relationship is difficult it's challenging 
But in the end, in the end, if it's worth it, then it's going to create something magical, powerful, and beautiful. Begin with a self and discipline in that relationship. How do you treat yourself? What habits do you have that are making you feel powerful, that are making you feel progressive, that are making you feel elevated? Live that first before mm. you give to someone else. Learn discipline. There's an old saying, discipline weighs ounces, but regret weighs ton. Don't be regretful. Be disciplined. Mm. Brilliant. Thank you so much for your time. We are grateful for your, your, for squeezing our time to talk to us on this. And uh, we'll leave it at this episode. Hopefully, we'll have another episode soon on this particular topic. So, people, you heard it all from the great Mr. Robert. And uh, we'll do hope to have another episode. Looking forward to hearing your comments. And I'm going to share his handle on this particular podcast. If you want to reach out to him, for any form of counseling or any form of talk he will definitely be available to take you on this so till we meet again people do have yourselves a great great time and do not forget to be yourself in everything you do all right people thank you doctor